For the last several years, Chicago has been at the center of the country's hip-hop movement. Our local artists are the talk of the nation, and there's no shortage of talent coming from our city's limits. One of the young artists emerging from what has been referred to as Chicago's renaissance is producer and composer Icon. The young producer has already collaborated with Saba, No Name, Sicko Mob, and more. I got to speak with Icon about his new EP, Origami, out now on the private stock label. This is That Conversation. There's a lot of things on my mind that I gotta get up, but I really can't trust it now. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Chicago-based hip-hop composer and producer Icon. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? So before we talk about the EP, let's take a step back and let's give people an idea of who Icon is. It's interesting, whenever one decides to take a career in music on, Mm -hmm. there are a number of different paths. I always feel like being a producer is one of the most admirable. Yes. Because you're laying the scene, you're setting the backdrop for what this all is going to sound like. Yep. And until more recently, you really didn't get that shine. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what interested you in production and creating these soundscapes and environments? Um, I just kind of see myself as more of like a dot connector, you know? And I want to be able to, you know, connect people from Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, and Atlanta all and just put them all in one area because they've either never met each other or they've, you know, known about each other and they wanted to work so that's kind of like my thing i'm a, I'm a dot connector and that's kind of like what i want to be known for and just making things happen and then i guess just as a producer we're musical therapists you know what i'm saying and at least i want to be able to be in there and make sure that the artists can express themselves just as much as i'm expressing myself you know? i'm glad you said that you're a dot connector you're also expressing yourself when we have mcs on a track or singers on a track right. what they're expressing is pretty explicit because they're telling us we know what they're singing about we know what they're rapping about as mm-hmm. a producer when you get on behind your rig whatever your tools are to create mm-hmm. are you also working off of an idea a story you want to tell maybe an emotion that you have inside you oh yeah of course of course i mean especially like as me being like an artist and a producer i'm like releasing my own stuff so i like these are tracks that i'm like connected with personally that i wouldn't show to like you know labels or anything like that this is like stuff that i would want to do yeah and then you know just finding the right artist is and this is not you know it's another art form so know? tell me about a track like believe that okay and tell me what you were working with inside that made you produce it mm-hmm. but also since you are working off an idea mm-hmm. when it's time to get an mc or a singer what do you tell them about that track and what do you want them to do with it okay so believe that's a more of an interesting story it's more like personal because like uh with ishmael who's uh, the rapper on there and also the other person that produced rob it with me is rob lyrical um we just been friends, you know. We've been homies. Like it's almost like a family thing. And he was there. He was. Uh, he was. He's from New York, you know. That's the dot connecting right. thing, right? And he came in and uh, he was there for probably like a week. And I was like, bro, I'm working on this EP. I want you to be a part of it. But I need like a, I need something that's up tempo and something that's like, I don't know, like a, a banger, quote unquote, right? Um, and we were we kind of did it together, like. What he does is, like, we have a lot of stuff like at the studio. So we have private stock. We have, like, four rooms, four different rooms. He'll be in another room recording another song, but he'll pop in and out of what I was doing the whole time. Like He's like, nah, bro, I think we need to up the tempo a little bit more. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, let's do that. So it was more of, like, a working relationship, and then the beat just kind of came together. And it, at first it was like a skeleton, you know? And since we have, you know, access to all these rooms at private stock, um, he just went in there and did a rough over, like, what I had. And he was like, yo, I think I like this. And I was like, 
Okay, that's dope. Let's let's like keep building on it, and then finally it turned into what it is now. Growing up, I understand your pops and your moms introduced you to a lot of stuff mm -hmm. from Marvin Gaye to the Notorious Big to Steely Dan to Pink Floyd right. and all of that. So you had this really eclectic pool to choose from. Mm -hmm. When you started production, did you know what type of music you wanted to produce, what you wanted your signature sound to be? No, I don't think anybody does. First, I kind of started off making like a lot of like hip hop beats. I was on an MPD uh, and I had, I was doing like Ninth Wonder type stuff because that was like one of my influences, Ninth Wonder, like Pete Rock and all of those guys, DJ Premier. And I was doing like a lot of sample based stuff. And you were even doing stuff on Fruity Loops just yes. like, like, like Ninth Wonder. Else. Yes, like Ninth Wonder. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like high school and college where like, especially high school. So high school was super dope because like I bought my first actual like album that with my own money right that like i didn't have to ask my mom for it. and i bought and i and I remember going to it and I, i got neptunes presents the clones and that was like they're they were so different yeah, yeah man. you know the neptunes were like from were, the drum patterns yes. to it man it was like electronic music and it was hip-hop it was everything in the, in the one and, and that's when like grinding was out and stuff like that so like that, that's kind of where yeah exactly like that's what we used to do on like the lunchroom tables and he made that into like a smash you know so i think that's when i kind of started like opening up to more genres even though i've always been listening to them but i was like hey i could probably make this stuff too you know and so you move from samples to creating yes, your own yeah just creating my own like playing the piano learning like stuff off youtube youtube university is like key you know I that's guess. super dope yeah. that's super dope so tell me about your chicago we all have a different mm -hmm. part of the city that we believe exemplifies who we are mm -hmm. what is that for you my chicago is more like Man, it, it's tough because I, I get a chance to experience a little bit of, like, the Sabas and the Chances and Joey Perps. And then I also get to experience, like, the Lewis, the Childs, the Wheat Thins, and, like, those. So, so my my Chicago is a mesh between those two because the crazy thing is at one point, Lewis, the Child had a room, like, around the corner from us in the studio that we're in, like, in Fort Knox, the facility. So it was, like, us and then them. And, like, we got a chance, like, you know, bumping them into the hallway. Like, oh, I, I see you guys out here. And then you have, like, Joey Perp and all of them and, and Kanae and, and all those guys that come to the studio all the time. And I get a chance to work with them. So my Chicago is... I guess it's a uh, it's a blend, kind of like my music. So that's that's like uh, that's my my Chicago. It's like a melting pot of everybody. See things my mouth can't say. project is origami yes it's interesting because if you think about origami the traditional japanese art form of manipulating in most common cases paper to create something different mm -hmm. but yours is aura a-u-r-a mm -hmm. which leads the mind to a number of different places i'm thinking how it is you manipulate your own energy and mm -hmm. essence into other things but right. i certainly didn't come up with the name what is your take on it no you're exactly right that's exactly what it is so it's like the aura is just like 
good vibes, man. I met all these people that are on the project from the last like six months to a year. And they just like, everybody that I met was more of like a connection. It wasn't me sending beats. I was like in the studio with these people. So the aura, that's where that aura part comes from, like good vibes. And you always want good vibes around you. It's not just me in there, you know, producing beats, but it's also me having a relationship with the artist. What do you think about yourself as a producer for sure, but mm-hmm. as you're part of these instrumentals, are you the type that creates the beat and turns it over, or are you also working with the artists along the way to make sure that this track that you created mm-hmm. based on these very real experiences and emotion mm-hmm. is set out and, cre- and, and finalized in the way you intended it to? Oh, definitely. Um, I'm usually there recording with them. I'm recording the whole track. I'm mixing part of it, and then we we turn it over to our mixing engineer, Steve, and then uh, our mastering engineer, Poppy Beats, who's, like, working with Vic and stuff like that. So um, it's me in there just every step of the way, every step of the way, every time, each song. This is your second project. Mm -hmm. Whenever we talk to, whether it be rappers, singers, musicians, guitarists, drummers, one of the things that a lot of people want to know is what's changed from the first project to the second and i'm wondering as a producer what do you see that evolution and icon as from Mm -hmm. the first time out to the second well what we were doing for the first ep which was the private stock ep it was really just like we were experimenting and we were trying to figure out like how can we get the name out there and and to the people um and basically it was just like a whole bunch of different type of stuff like you know, random people, like singers and rappers. This time it's more singer-based. There's a few rap stuff, but it's not as much. And it's more of a defined sound, you know? And this is more electronic music this time. It's not as much hip-hop music. And electronic music is probably what, like, I really gravitate towards more. And, like, I, I feel more, you know? It's a little bit more commercial. A lot of times, a lot of stuff in Chicago is more of an underground. It's more of a local thing. And it's a great, a lot of great local stuff. Um, but mine is more of a... I want to I want to reach not just the local scene but like the world around us because you know everything there's you know there's people in St. Louis that want to listen to this type of music yeah. there's people in Ohio that want to listen to it. there's people overseas you know so I think me trying to pioneer that new sound is is what I'm 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 kind of up to and what I'm trying to do Don't blow my eye, yeah I don't want to come down I love is loud but you feel safe with the sound So mm-hmm. gravity hey, let me call you right back if I fall in love, got bungee cords on my back. But you think sativa, deceiver, and I say the indica gon' indicate. At the beginning of the day, we ride away, but till all the water just evaporate. Nothing, you and me got chemistry. And the name Icon. That's a, that's a tough name to live up to because right. you're essentially already setting the standard for what you believe you are, <laughs> exactly. and hopefully the rest of the world will mm-hmm. eventually recognize you as. Is that intentional? No, uh, it was really <laughs> you're like that's my government name. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? No, um, no, my government name's Ivan. But like the crazy thing is, uh, my um, my homie was like, "Yo, uh, this is like years ago." He's like, "Man, you like a little young icon." <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't want to be like a young anything, but I, I'll take the icon part." You know what I'm saying? And then I thought I was being clever when I was younger, like oh, I'll make it a K or something like that. And it, you know, it just kind of stuck with me, and I kind of just stuck with that. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of ran with that brand. It's, you know, I guess it's something to live up to, but I don't really think about stuff like that. I, I really just get, you know, focused on the music and just really want to make that something. Icon, thank you very much for making time, man. I absolutely appreciate you. Continued success. Man, I appreciate you guys, man. Anytime. Well,